This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer, it's Monday We're we're still reeling from everything that happened at the Grammys last night I feel a little bit uh, mentally and spiritually and emotionally hungover uh, I I swear I just sat down to start this recording and waited a solid three minutes for there to not be sirens blasting right outside the window of my New York City apartment. But you know what? It's Monday and we're going to try and get these vibes going. We have some news to cover from the Grammys last night. We're not going to talk about Taylor Swift other than Julia from Real Housewives of Miami was wearing a dress that Taylor Swift wore in 2013. She looked great. Page six wrote about it, of course. But no, the real star of the Grammys that we have to talk about is Ms. Candy Burris. Candy Burris, who went to the Grammys last night, it's the the 25 year anniversary, I believe, of when she won her Grammy for writing No Scrubs. Icon, legend in the music industry and in the housewives industry, of course, the longest running Real Housewife, 14 seasons, and she is leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta. There it is. She talked to Variety at the Grammys. And this is what she said. This is the quote. I'm just going to read the whole thing. It's a little bit chunky, but I think it's interesting. And then we're going to unpack it. Candy told Variety, quote, I'm not really keeping up right now. I'm not keeping up. I already said it, so I'll tell you. I decided I'm not coming back this year. It's been 14 seasons, and they allowed us to sit around for a little too long. But during that time, I had started working on a lot of other things, and I got some nice big projects coming soon, so I'm super excited about those things. But it's not just that. It's just like, after you really have time to think, and a friend of mine was like, why do you keep doing it? And I was like, well, I think because I've just been doing it for so long, it feels weird to think not to do it. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a moment. I'm not coming back this year. So this is is kind of a, a multifaceted explanation. And I think that it's, it's interesting to sort of look at the different angles of what's going on. And first of all, If you just look at the calendar, The Real Housewives of Atlanta, season 15, the most recent season, finished airing in September, which means they finished filming the season. It premiered in May. They finished filming about a year ago. I was looking up trying to figure out the exact timing. Remember Drew and Ralph filing for divorce? That happened on March 1st of last year. So they were filming, you know, in the fall winter time. And so it's been about a year. And Candy Burris, she's a businesswoman. She's a hustler. She has multiple plates in the air at all times. Multiple plates, multiple plates are spinning. The balls are in the air, whatever the circus metaphor I'm trying to go for. 
Suffice to say, Candy Burris Tucker is not the kind of person who is going to finish filming a season of Housewives, just wait for it to come out on TV, and then sit around the house waiting for Bravo to call her and let her know when they're going to start filming again. Obviously, she has been on this roller coaster for a decade and a half, but she has so much other stuff going on. She's working on something else. She probably has other shows. You know, the reality influencer, creator, personality, industry is, you know, there's so much going on at all times. So when she says they let us sit a little too long, I think that's a real thing. And especially for some of these TV personalities that are going to be getting bigger opportunities, other things to work on. Candy is a, a a talented artist in her own right. I think that's super real. And I think that's something that Bravo should be cognizant of. But then the flip side of that is, of course, the months long question now of what's happening with Real Housewives of Atlanta. Last season was objectively not great. There's a reason that it's taken them so long to get their shit together to start filming another season. They still haven't started filming. We don't know what's happening with that. Sonia Richards-Ross had her baby. Congratulations. There's no news. There's no update. And so when I saw Candy's quote going around last night, I saw some people that were kind of side-eyeing her and being like, girl, just say you got put on pause or she got fired or, you know, basically suggesting that Candy is giving this whole long-winded quote as a way of sort of like, uh, you know, shielding the fact that she wasn't asked back to Housewives. I don't think that's what's happening because based on everything that has or really hasn't happened with Real Housewives of Atlanta in the last few months... I don't think they've been talking to anyone about anything. It seems to me like they basically have just been idling. You know, they've been... (laughs) I don't even know if they're idling. I think the car is just off. I think the battery would have died if they idled for this long. But the way that Housewives casting and that sort of the production process works... Somebody like Candy, a Housewives cast member who's not a member of production, she doesn't have an EP credit on the show, she's not in constant conversation in between seasons. Usually what happens, you know, as far as I'm aware, is that basically you don't hear anything until it's time to really start ramping up for the new season and they come to you with an offer, with a contract, with negotiations. Obviously, there's a a time period for that. But their housewives are not full-time employees. They're contracted cast members on a show. So from Bravo's perspective, once season 15 wrapped up, everybody gets brought back every season fresh. So, like, Candy didn't have a job to get fired from, if that makes sense. I think what's more realistic is that she is looking at the picture of what's happening or what might be happening with Real Housewives Atlanta and kind of just reading the tea leaves and saying, yeah, I don't know what direction this is going to go. So I'm just going to make the call myself to remove myself from the situation. I'll say that I'm taking a break. 
I'll part on good terms with Andy, with production. Andy posted a whole carousel on Instagram of, you know, thanking Candy for the memories, whatever. She's not burning bridges here. She's not, you know, talking ill of the network. She's just saying that it is a good time for her to take a break. And now they'll do whatever they want to do with Real Hostiles of Atlanta. And to be honest, if Candy wants to come back in a year or two, I don't think anybody's really going to give her a hard time on that. Candy is not somebody, obviously they, they pay her a lot, which is something to take into consideration. But in terms of being steady and consistent on the show, I don't think that she's somebody that they're really excited about getting rid of. I think it frees up a spot that maybe something exciting could happen. But I don't think that anybody has really been like scheming on how to get Candy off of Housewives. Except... <laughs> The person that this brings into question the most, which I think is super interesting, is somebody who is already on our TV screens in two different shows airing right now, and that is Phaedra Parks. Because when Phaedra left Real Housewives of Atlanta, what is it, six years ago now? Obviously, she and Candy, a lot went down there, and I think for a long time, when people talked about Phaedra potentially coming back to Bravo or coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta in particular, it was always sort of, you know, an unspoken rule that probably there's not a spot for Phaedra on that show as long as Candy is still there. And Candy has been there the whole time. So this is the first moment when it's like, oh, all of a sudden... If Candy's not there and people are loving Phaedra, I mean, Phaedra on the Traders is turning in one of the reality TV performances of our age. I was going to say of the year. It's February 3rd, February 4th, 5th. It's the 5th. She's turning in a performance uh, of the decade, perhaps. Spoiler alert for last week's episode of The Traders, but the way she took down Dan at that round table was inspired. I think Phaedra is opening herself up to a whole new audience. She's showing people her value as a reality TV power player. She was great on Girls Trip at Dorinda's house. She's on the season in Morocco, which, you know, based on recent updates seems less and less likely that we'll ever see. Caroline is suing the network if you if you if you haven't been keeping up. I don't even know if I've mentioned that. But the weird sort of wrinkle in Phaedra's come up is that now she is a full-time cast member on a different Bravo show that takes place in Atlanta. And I almost wonder are the producers of Real Housewives and the Bravo execs this morning, are they kicking themselves a little bit that they pulled the trigger on bringing Phaedra to Married to Medicine when maybe if they had just waited a year, they could have brought her back to Housewives? I don't know. I mean, that's that's something that... It's, it's a really interesting question, and I don't know if there's... A definite answer. I mean, it's been a long time since Phaedra was on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Kenya's still there. Sheree is back in the picture. It's not like she doesn't have connections to the show as it is right now, but it it's a different picture that she would be coming into. 
I mean, who knows who else is even going to be on the cast next season. There's been talk about them trying to bring back Portia. Obviously, Portia and Phaedra had a whole, you know, arc together. There was there were rumors now like a couple months ago that Nini might be in the picture. Who the fuck knows what's happening there? But I do wonder, are they happy with the way Phaedra is working on Married to Medicine? Do they try and bring her to Housewives? It's all of a sudden it's like, Everybody is going to want Phaedra on their show. And I don't know what the best move is. I don't know what her best move is. I don't know what the network's best move is. Do they put her on every season of Traders? God, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, as far as we know, Real Housewives of Atlanta is, um, you know, still, uh, still pretty much on pause. But we'll see. I don't think we've seen the last of Candy Burris on Bravo. Uh, I think she's too valuable in the sort of NBCU stable for that to be the case. Um, but I, I support her decision. And I, I'm excited still to see where Atlanta goes next season. But I think we, we know less and less what that's going to look like. And God, I would love some answers. The weather is getting warmer, so it's time to ditch those jackets and sweaters for shorts and tees. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found Quince. Now I've got high quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Now that it's getting warmer, I just stocked up on the Quince Cotton Modal t-shirts. I love a black t-shirt that's the right balance of looking really nice, but feeling really comfortable. It's 50% cotton, 50% modal. It's lightweight. It's breathing. It has a little stretch to it, but it looks so put together. I also just stocked up on more of my favorite Quince socks because let's be honest, I am at the point in my life where I don't need to have any socks in my closet that have holes in them. I'm getting the Quince ones that are going to last me a long time. They're just the perfect staple to have in your wardrobe. Quince has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I just love. Upgrade your wardrobe today. Go to quince.com mention for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot mention to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com mention. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the sides. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back 
of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. But speaking of a franchise that's um that's a little bit in limbo right now, it seems there have been some weird rony casting rumors going around the last week or so. And I I didn't talk about them last week because to be honest, it, it didn't really seem super rooted in anything. But now we have a couple updates. So basically there was this um there's been chatter on social media that for season 15 of Rony, the upcoming season, they might be doing some mix of the season 14 cast, the the reboot cast, and the legacy kind of OG cast. And the list that was going around on Twitter that I saw was Dorinda, Sonia, and Luann making a comeback along with Uba, Bryn, Aaron, and Jessel. So it would be kind of half and half. I think the, the theory was that Uba would be a friend of. But so this kind of melding of legacy and new Roni in a way that I, I don't think people had really thought about very much. I think there's been a lot of like, oh, like Bryn and Sonia would be fun together. But to me, when that, when those types of things came up, it was always like, oh, maybe Sonia could make a guest appearance on New Roni. Or maybe, you know, maybe they could be at a party. Maybe somebody could pop up. But the idea of doing really like a, a half and half season where you have housewives from both iterations, it's a little bit strange. And I think that it never quite rang true to me. But then Luann had a cabaret show last week in New York. And she always does a little bit of audience Q&A at her show. And uh, <laughs> Matt Rogers uh, was in the audience and he asked her about this cast list that's been floating around and he read off the names and she said that she had not heard about this and that she she never says yes or no to things she always says maybe um but that right now she's also quote being pitched a couple of other shows that she can't talk about and (laughs) this this response this response was kind of what i needed to know to to feel like this cast list that's been floating around is kind of just like fan fiction. I know these women have been interacting some on social media. They've been at some events together. Uh, I believe that there could be some sort of crossover. I don't think that they're going to do half and half with who's holding apples. I just think that season 14 of Roni, it seemed to go really well in a network sense. I think they were pleased with how it went. And so to go from that to then sort of like retrench with half of the former cast, it would feel like sort of a a, a vote of no confidence in the Roni reboot. And I just, I don't think that that's what Bravo would want to communicate. That it's like, we tried this thing Ugh, yeah, we got a few good girls, but then there were, it didn't. They needed Sonia and Luana Dorinda to kind of rescue the ship. It would just it would send a weird message, and I also 
I can't help but feel like didn't we just watch the Roni Legacy Girls Trip and feel like that ship had sailed a little bit? And that's not to say that I think that Sonia and Luann and Dorinda have nothing to give in terms of like reality TV entertainment. But in terms of following that group and their lives and sort of what they have to give us in the Housewives format, I feel like the general consensus was kind of like, yeah, yeah, we got it. And obviously I know losing Ramona would be sort of a, a vibe shift with that group, but but would it really? I mean, I felt like Dorinda was kind of giving broken record that whole trip. And so I, I just, I don't know, like I would rather really put in the work to find some new people to add to the reboot girls and then Maybe we get a cameo. Maybe we get a guest appearance from from Sonia, from Luann. I just don't think... It feels like a step backwards and not one that even particularly makes sense. Maybe, maybe this is, you know, an unpopular opinion, but I just... I feel like I have more confidence in the new Roni women than the network does. Like, I, I don't know why they're not filming yet. There's been some rumored new cast members. There's, this, like... um jewelry lady who addressed speculation that she's joining Roni on her Instagram story. And she's like, maybe there have been talks, but also I don't like drama. I'm like, girl, enough. If you don't like drama, then get off the show. I don't know. She's not on the show. I don't know. It just is like, it seems like it shouldn't be this hard. And looking, looking down the barrel of the calendar, we we got to get these shows filming. I don't know what's happening with Atlanta. I don't know what's happening with New York. If Salt Lake can get back cameras this quickly, what's your excuse? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We've got a lot of questions to answer. <sighs> At least Traders is good. Hey, <laughs> it's the little things. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. 
Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I guess speaking of franchises that seem to be uh, in a little bit of a, a question mark status, we got to talk about Potomac. It has been a few weeks. I don't even, I, to be honest, I don't know the last time I talked about Potomac on this podcast. It's been a little bit. We've had, you know, guests, scheduling, holidays, whatever. It it has not felt like a must cover topic for the majority of this season. And, you know, I'm up to date. I have a, a few thoughts. It's, it, it, it's disappointing because it feels like for such a long time, for so many seasons, Potomac was just kind of that reliable housewives show that even if the even if the subject matter of the drama wasn't necessarily always super fresh or exciting, it was like the the cast was strong enough to sort of keep you entertained. And something about that this season is just that spark is missing. When I was I was catching up over the weekend and when I watched last week's episode, which was Candace and Robin having their sit down to talk about what went wrong in their relationship. And this is, you know, when when Robin's Patreon Juan saga came out last season and Candace was, you know, fired up on Twitter about it. Going back to all of that stuff. I need to understand from a production standpoint, I literally want an explanation. Why did that sit down not happen until episode 10 of the season? Because I I, I can't be making this up. Coming into this season, that seemed like the thread that we should have been following. That was the thing that happened in the off-season. It was after they had filmed their reunion for last season. So it happened post-cameras rolling. I think Robin talked about it on a Watch What Happens Live, but that was it. Candace obviously had a lot of thoughts. Why? Why did production not get those two to have that conversation? Episode two, at the at the latest. It just feels like one of those things where even if the story, even if, the pieces aren't there to give you the best possible season ever. Why would you not put those two pieces on the chessboard next to each other as quickly as possible? It just doesn't make sense to me. And so watching that episode, you know, this season that has already sort of lost all of this momentum, stalled out. They took two weeks off over the holidays, which they just kind of like never, never recovered from. I'm watching this and I'm like, damn, we're just now getting to this? Not even to mention, you know, the stuff with 
with Wendy and NECA, it's like, I don't, that's annoying. Just like spinning our wheels. Giselle not being able to be in a room with Wendy or Candace. That's a whole thing. It's like there are, there are just a couple too many of these like absolute stick in the mud feuds happening on Potomac this season. And Robin and Candace, it seemed like for a second they were going to be able to sort of talk through their shit. And then they were back to square one. And then this this week's episode, we didn't really talk about it at all. You know, Robin's not going to the Surrey County Day. Giselle's not going to the Surrey County Day. Mia's not going to the Surrey County Day, which, I mean, granted, <laughs> the fact that Karen opened up the invitation to the whole group the night before, I don't know what we're doing here. It's like these these events should be on the calendar weeks in advance. And maybe they were, and this is like some production smoke and mirrors, but it just feels like bare minimum, we don't need everybody on a Housewives cast to be on good terms with each other, but we need everybody on a Housewives cast to like show up and play ball and at least, at least act like you are open to the idea of perhaps moving forward with someone. And so I think, you know, we've, I've spent this whole episode talking about the the casting struggles of Atlanta and New York. And I think that Potomac is really, is really in for a tough off season because I think some, I think some, some tough calls need to be made. And I, (laughs) I don't even know how, how much longer we have in this season. This was only episode 11. I don't think they've taped their reunion yet. So we could still have God, two more months of this season that feels kind of DOA already. But I I would imagine that they are going to have a longer off season than they've had the last few years. Uh, and I would imagine that some people who have felt pretty secure with their roles this season should be um, should be preparing to make a case, preparing to, to to seek other employment because it just is tough. I. I don't know I don't know how else to put it because Gis- Giselle and Candace let's just focus on them. They are both so important to this show, but it is not sustainable to have them just at this place of absolute no in perpetuity. I think Wendy uh you know, all due respect to Wendy. I I think she is great. I've enjoyed having her on the show. Th- this show, the podcast, and Housewives, I think this is, I think we've reached, like, Last Chance Kitchen for her. I don't think the feud with NECA is doing what it was supposed to. I think her personal storyline is is just, it's not there this season. I mean, when she was talking about her her talk show this week and having to hire a new producer and figure out the concept, I'm like, girl, enough. What is, what are we doing here? When she's hiring a new producer and she's like, can we do this next month? And she's like, well, we have to figure out the concept. But yeah, it's like, then figure out the concept. (laughs) You fired your old producer like months ago. What is the show? And then Eddie's doing his weed thing, but he's hosting this joint rolling party that nobody can actually smoke weed at. There's like, oregano in the joints 
because it's not quite legal yet. It's like, I don't know. I just, (laughs) I liked seeing Raven and Grace together. That was cute. I guess it's, it's (laughs) seeing Mia and Robin in that weird, like, bootleg spa room and those upside down lawn chairs. I'm like, where are we? What is happening? How far we have fallen. Potomac used to be so good. God. I don't know. We've got, um, we've got the happy Eddie party coming up. We've got NECA's unpacking party. Giselle and Ashley are working on their athleisure line that everybody I think is rightfully side-eyeing both on the show and on social media. It's like, what? What are we doing? GNA? It's going to be a mix between Lululemon and Savage X Fenty. It's like, yeah, okay. Good luck with that. I don't know. Like, I I feel like a hater right now, but at a certain point, it's like, what am I supposed to say? (laughs) Yeah, sounds great. Can't wait to see the leggings. Like, I don't know. I just don't know. But I hope that we will be in a better place with with something soon. Because, wow, this episode, just what a downer. But anyway, (laughs) that's where we are today. We'll have better things to talk about later this week. Vanderpump, Housewives, everything. You know, we're we're really doing okay. I promise. Below Tech is back tonight. (sighs) But anyway, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.